before my, my steps are to follow my, my mentors, uh, how they, they build their, their career, but also to, to offer my identity because on a, on a concurrent environment, you have to affirm yourself and get results. So first getting results is the first step. Then you can bring some, some ideas uh, and try to, to find new energies to, to make yourself more, more competent and, and being uh, able to help more others. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Sporting Global Podcast. And today I'm here with Valentin. And Valentin, how's, uh, how's everything going? How, thanks for taking the time. Everything good, always. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me at this podcast. I've seen some good people doing this and I hope uh, my conversation will be interesting and helpful for students or everybody who is watching and wanting to introduce himself in the sport industry. Well, absolutely. I mean, like, it's it's a pleasure having you part of us, uh, part of this podcast. And I mean, like, you have an interesting background. There's a lot of cool things we will touch upon. You know, you've been working for, you know, a few few academies already. I mean, like, you're still, still very young and a lot of experience, uh, you know, in, in, in the industry, you're doing a lot of cool stuff, you know, studying around with your graduate school, like, you know, working, you know, at Olympic Mashai, you know, Academy as well. So there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff we're going to talk about before we dive into like all this, you know, I just wanted to, you know, take us a little bit through like how your journey in the sport industry began, you know, just take us, you know, where did that passion for sports come from and uh, how, how did it all started for you? Uh, as a young boy, I practiced soccer at a normal level, regional level. And when I, I started college. Uh, I began to to run for the the college team, and uh, I practiced track and field. I trained a lot, and I got a scholarship to to go train in the USA. So it was a great opportunity to learn about a strong training culture, uh, strong strong athlete uh, train there, and our source of inspiration for for a lot of international athletes. So it's like uh, now a, a good, a good um, opportunity for young students to, to learn, especially if you are focused on strength and conditioning, right. uh, coaching. And so when I've been there, uh, I started thinking about professional environment at high level sport. And, and it was a good opportunity to to, to see how, how the best do. And coming back in France, I've seen some difference uh, when it, it was about practicing with French athletes. And I try to, as a strength and conditioning coach, to to keep this mindset about what right. I learned in the United States and fit it in France with some athletes. And I, I got a, a good chance to do it. So. Uh, I followed this stuff in soccer and until here uh, I'm bringing energy, the energy I received through my experiences there and more experience in track and field. Uh, I try to to bring this energy actually in in my professional environment. Right. It makes makes a lot of sense. And, and I think, you know, what, what is curious and perhaps, 
in, in many ways, I guess, uh, a bit untraditional route is going sort of like the whole uh, strength and conditioning coach. I mean, like, you don't see a lot of people kind of, you know, going, I guess, in, in that route. Everyone want to be like, you know, the head coach or, or something like that, you know, and, or like, you know, the management role. And, and I, I guess like, you know, where, where did sort of like, I guess, your interest and, and that passion for, for being sort of like, you know, taking this approach and this angle uh, for you, where, where, where did that kind of like come from? So it, it came from, I think, track and field practice, which right. is ba basically a sport that is focused a lot of on body, anatomics, uh, biomechanics, physiology. Yeah. So uh, I was passionate studying this and I see myself, the more I understand all these complex approach about the human body, the more I progress as, a, as an athlete. Right. So it made me confident uh, about practice, about improvement. And then about what you say, it's, it's also a management position oh, yeah. because you, are, you have to, to bring the athlete uh, to a step, from a step to another. Right. And you have sometimes to find good levers for a, uh, a young athlete, which is basically not the same for another, especially when they are young and <laughs> they have all this uh, behavioral stuff to affirm themselves. So, right, right. No, I mean, you have both, both um, approach to us. Yeah, to no, 100%. And I think that's that's a important. And I, and I wanted to like just, you know, hear your thought on like where that came from, because I think it's important for, you know, these, these students and professionals, young professionals as well, to kind of like realize, okay, what is what is your job, you know, is, is all about. And I think, you know, for people to have that knowledge about, okay, is this a route, you know, or an aspect that is interesting for me. And I wanted to like, you know, boost forward a little bit to like, you know, the current role that you're having, obviously, you know, strength and conditioning coach at Olympic de Marseille uh, Academy. And, and let break down like some of your, I guess, responsibilities and some of your tasks that you're having. So people get an essence, okay, what are you actually doing in your job? Like, what are some of the things that you're, you know, have to focus on yeah. and that it is part of your daily life in a sense. Yeah, some special cruise. Okay, <laughs> uh, so. It's not an enigma, but I will give some special clues. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it is because we don't have the truth in training. We we try to, to bring some tendency of what coaching have made coach have made before us and right. bring science. So my, um, the main part of the job, as I said before, is bringing the athletes from a level to another, and okay. you set steps. You bring a follow up. First, you start the season with a medical follow-up to yeah. have a, a screening of the athlete, his luck, his past injuries. Uh, you have a lot of screening about biomechanics to see if one leg is stronger than another. Um, postural assessment to see, to prevent some injuries. Mm -hmm. Then you you plan your testing, your testing about the athlete, about all his qualities, strength, uh, resistance, speed, assessment. You choose, you can choose. You have a lot of tests to, to see, but you have to pick some and, and continue assessing the player during the season according to, to these tests. Right. So a lot of the, the bigger part of the job is uh, during preseason. And then you, you keep training 
and doing tests, assessing um, with different testing and leaving the leaving the human experience with the new team you you are in charge of with the new staff and each season is a new beginning and bring a new energy to to fit with and that's what part of the job is and enjoying the experience and the the human sharing you know that's awesome i'm, I'm, I'm happy for you and it, it's a very critical job and i obviously you know you you have done like some similar you know role for Le Havre, maybe I'm saying that, <laughs> maybe I'm saying yeah. that wrong, oh, that's good. That's but, good. Uh, and Getafe, but I guess like, you know, looking back to like, you know, working in, in three different academies, what have been some, you know, key differentiators from, from each academy that you're taking with you? So I will say first the, the training culture. Mm. Um, yeah, that's in Spain, it, yeah, in Spain, you, you know, conditioning is closest to the coach um, right. function, competency. You are more on the pitch. Maybe in Le Havre, uh, you have strong athlete with a, a, a training culture that makes strong footballers. So soccer player, you have to, to get focus more time in the, in the gym. Mm -hmm. make more muscle you know most right right and <laughs> you you can see watching the both team play you you can see the type of, of players they have and make <laughs> a, an idea of of how the work is in in both place right. then i will say that um the facilities bring a lot of um differences about how the the job is done right for sure sure in marseille actually we are we have a, a more big center and a lot of tools to use so um, in sports science when you you have a lot of tools to use you have to pick some and and set a methodology yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. i would say we have gps cardio so it's it, it brings different approach about the the job Right, right. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. And obviously, you know, the culture, right, in, in each country is a little bit different. And, and I guess okay, we had a brief talk about, you know, culture in a sense before the podcast started, you know, talking about Norway, talking about, you know, all these you know, different ways where athletes are, you know, sort of build up. And it, it, it got is very clear for me that you're okay, this is something that you're really like, you know, into and something that you're really passionate about. And, and I wanted to like, you know, um, if you could, I'm mean, like, I'm just throwing out like a question here that just popped up in my mind because I, th I thought it would be interesting if you could sort of like give us a layout of, of like, okay, there's, there's coming a new player, you know, into the, you know, Olympic de Messe Academy. Uh, what are some of the tests? What are some of the first steps that, you know, has to be done from like, from your side that, that, okay, the team is like, okay, getting in a new player into the academy. Uh, what are some of the tests? What are some of the things that, you know, you, you have to work on with this player, uh, some of the things that, you know, involved in your job to make sure that, you know, the transition that they are kind of like, you know, learning the stuff that they need to do from, you know, your, your perspective, your culture that the Olympic de Marseille, you know, wants, wants to, you know, get out to this player. Yeah. To, to bring the best of the player uh, at first, when he, he come to a new culture is make him comfortable. Right. Um, if he's here, you, you have to to build confidence about about who, who he is and mm -hmm. what are their strengths. So first, you you will target and assess his strengths 
and make him comfortable. Then you will go in deep on what he has to improve, but not saying him to that it's a lack or it's a weakness. Right. You know, it's yeah. you say he, he has big potential. So mm -hmm. when you have a new players, it's always about the the, the approach. Right. So I mean, more specifically, the the testing you do about the player for recruiting is speed. You want uh, that's the quality that. Uh, is special, I mean, in soccer and strength, neuromuscular qualities, you can develop resistance during all the season, uh, have good improvement, but speed and strength are like uh, a special thing. Yeah? You, right. you try to, to find this on all players. Yeah. It can be running speed, but also um, screening speed on the pitch, right. how fast right. you, you look, uh, your opponent, the ball, and it's what uh, you assess first for recruiting. I mean, I'm not in recruiting, but yeah, yeah. it's what makes a talented player. And you, you have to, to see it also as a strength and conditioning coach, what kind of player you are, you are dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, it makes, make, makes a lot of sense. And I think, you know, I, I really enjoy what you said about uh, just kind of like, building that confidence and focusing on like your, your, your skills, you know, like what are some of the things that you're really good at like right away. And I think like, it's, you know, when you said that, I was like, I, I think like, you know, when it comes to like internships, when it comes to like, you know, young students and the professional, like getting into the career, this, this is what organizations need, need to do. You know, it's just building the confidence, help building the confidence, laying down, you know, what are the stuff that you're best at, help them understanding that and just, you know, focus on a few things to help them, you know, gain that confidence so they can, you know, get a successful career. And I was like, it's technically the model, which in many ways we should follow. We have to look a little bit into like how the academies are working on this. Because I think it's a very interesting approach and a very important approach too. Because in many ways it's very similar, right? I mean, like you have that mindset, you want to go into the industry uh, or you want to be a professional athlete, right? And you, you have like some skills, you have like some knowledge, but you don't know exactly where you're at right yet because you're so young right and so what is the best way to kind of like keep boosting it okay we keep building your confidence and we keep like you know uh fine-tuning okay what are the stuff that you're good at and so helping fine-tuning that i think it's going to create a lot of uh you know one create a lot of great opportunities in the industry a lot of you know great people that are coming up out of it too and and understanding that uh you know there's a lot of potential you know among among people and that can open a lot of doors. And I think it could be a very interesting approach. I mean, like it just came out of nowhere for, for me, but it was like interesting listening to you on this. And I was like, you know, it's, it's a really good uh, good thing that, that that could be utilized from, from sports organizations out there. And like looking at how are we, you know, dealing with academies. And if you don't have an academy, like uh, look at like how academies are, you know, bringing in these young players, because it's a very, in a sense delicate yet sensitive you know approach you know because young people you know trying to find their career a lot of questions a lot of you know uncertainty a lot of things that you're not sure about yet because you haven't done it right and so it's i feel like it's a very similar you know like mentality that are going into yes that, that's a point uh, i noticed to myself you you have to bring the mindset you want and you have to fit with the athlete. You you can't act like the 
the behavior you expect to the athletes if yourself you are not uh, committed to to bring this energy about dedication involvement um, be rigorous so that's a point you always that that's important so to bring confidence at starting in my position as i precise uh, i came from track and film practicing right. a lot so i was kind of a national athlete mm. so right uh, I, I, I have strong, strong skills for showing to, to players and for coaches also it's a good point because a soccer player uh, has to run fast and so it's a good argument you know to, to have a lot of time to practice with players because they know you, you are going to bring some some good improvement sorry yeah. so the, that's a, a good point to notice early when you start in the sport industry you have to to know what are your strengths mm -hmm. and what are the points you have to improve and starting working on your strengths is the first step to make yourself confident so that's a good point <laughs> yeah i mean like we just have to like take it on the go here you know just getting in like some some tips and insights but i wanted to i wanted to talk a little about you know uh, the opportunity do you have to do the master's in football management at Real Madrid Graduate School? Um, I guess, like, what were some of the key lessons that you, you know, took with you, you know, going into your professional career? So the Real Madrid Graduate School is, it was, I would say, the, the best opportunity of my life because uh, I knew a lot of people's who are working around the sport industry or right. in the sport industry. And I mean, the network, it's part of the, the, the industry and you have to, to be an open-minded people. So it, it develops uh, studying there my uh, relational soft skills. And so it, it was a good experience, not as a student, but as a person make me grow. Uh, I meet uh, people from different countries, uh, South America, who, who are knowing different approach of soccer there. Right. And it, it, it allows myself to open my mind and saying that there is not a truth in football mm -hmm. about training. And yeah. you have to, to focus on fitting with the culture and the people you are working with that's the more important part and right. that's what i learned there visiting ajax academy real madrid uh, academy also and i'm i'm really thankful for people i meet there especially the director david viejo who, who is an amazing professional and bring a lot of confidence to to, to students 100% that I'm, I'm, I'm glad, glad to kind of like hear that, you know, thought process. And I think, you know, you touch upon something very important in terms of just that open mindset, right? In terms of like that, just understanding that, you know, there's there's a lot of people here from different kind of backgrounds, different kind of cultures, different kind of, you know, maybe ways of doing it. And I think like also that, you know, you talked about as well, like how differences you also have from the working with different academies and different countries and different, you know, teams and their culture, right? And so, you know, it, it's something to also think about, like, say, you know, and you see this a lot of 
times now, especially in more of the bigger, you know, European clubs of, you know, younger athletes coming from different kind of countries, right, into the academy. So it's new cultures, new ways yeah. of thinking, right? And so if you don't have that kind of like open mind, mindness and open mindset, you know, to accepting that, okay, maybe it's going to take them a little bit of time, you know, to adjust. Maybe it's going to take exactly. them, you know, you have to kind of like, you know, go a little bit back step by step. And I think... That, that's what you're touching upon here too, which makes it extremely relevant to your job and, and what you're doing in the academy. Um, and and I, wanted to, I wanted to talk about like, I guess, you know, the inspiration, some of the, you know, I guess, tips and, and things that you got along the way. And, and you, you said to me like, before we, you know, started the podcast as well that, you know, yeah, one of your favorite meetings was with Javier Malo and he's obviously the strength and conditioning coach at Real Madrid. Uh, and so take us a little bit through, I guess, this, this meeting that you have with him and, and I guess like what kind of tips and inspiration did you, did you gain from it? Yes, exactly. Oli, um, Javi Mayo is one of my favorite professional in the strength and conditioning, uh, job because he is like a mentor, you know? Yeah. You, sometimes it's not about the skills it's about the energy you see in people and how they do their work and, and at the Real Madrid I think he is doing an amazing job he, I, I set my goals um, according to his career because what, what uh, I see is that it's a professional who bring a lot of serenity in, in his working area, which is really competitive when you are working at the top world-class club. So, mm. so I mean, it's, um, it's a person who, who is doing his job with a lot of confidence. And yeah. when you are still young and discovering new methods, sometimes you don't have the confidence enough to, to bring to the player. So I see that be a, a good training conditioning coach take, takes a long time and when you are still young you you have a lot of to learn to to get his confidence and serenity about what is your your job also he, he show us his methodology and what you can say is that it's really a well-organized methodology right. everything is set for the player according to the schedule you know the the annual schedule which is in soccer actually uh dimensional uh calendar with a lot of games especially when you are playing at the top level yeah. and if each training day is not set each workout you you don't have the result you you expect and what he made as planning coach your training coach which is a one of the main part of the training conditioning coach planning mm. and assessing also, as I said, but right, right. Uh, a strong plan, a strong plan with a, a, a detailed methodology is the uh, is the best train to to put the player in and during the season. And that's what he, he made really good. It's a really, really good point, I think. And and I mean like just also, I guess, in a sense, from your side, just finding out like what is your methodology, and and you will learn that you know over over many years as well of just you know working for these you know clubs and academies and and all this and kind of like what is my philosophy methodology that I'm using, and it's good that you're having you know these mentors, these people around you with a lot of experience that can you know 
pass down a little bit knowledge, you know, shoot down some, some tips and insights, you know, for you as well. And obviously that's why we ha have the conversation as well. So you can share like your story, your, your tips so far. And, and I wanted to like, you know, you talk a little bit about like, you know, the goal and, and working towards, you know, um, working for the first team in one of the top five leagues. And, and I guess like, what kind of steps do you plan, you know, to take to, to achieve this goal one day? Mm. So as we, we talked before, my, my steps are to follow my, my mentors, uh, how they, they build their, their career, but also to, to affirm my identity because on a, on a concurrent environment, you have to affirm yourself and get results. So first, getting results is the first step. Then you can bring some, some ideas and uh, and try to, to find new energies to, to make yourself more, more competent and, and being uh, able to help more athletes. And also, I think you have that step that athlete, this is the athlete who make you able to, to go to the next step. I mean, sometimes you are not ready to train the next level and athletes can, can make you feel this because they are not doing their career, a lot of coaches. So um, I guess it's, it's a lot of about dealing with the athlete and, and following their, their process. Yeah, it makes, makes, makes a lot of sense. And again, understanding that it takes time. It's a, it's a lot of, you know, step by step here. And as you were talking about, like, it's about showing the results, right? And a lot of the job that you have is like, you know, it's planning, it's evaluation, it's, you know, making sure that the job that you guys are doing is providing results so the athletes are better. The better results you have and the more aligned it is with, you know, I guess what what the academy or what the club is, is, is looking for, then, you know, that also leads, I guess, in a sense, them, you know, perhaps, you know, maybe playing for the first team, you know, reaching that that next step to play for, you know, the main the main squad, which which is, I, I'm sure in, in your, I guess, eyes as well, and kind of like your, <laughs> what you're working towards, you know, every day with the academy players, is like, okay, prepare them as much as you can as well from your side with the strength and conditioning that, that they can take that next level and be ready to, to play for the, the, the first squad one day. Mm. Exactly. I wanted to finally just talk a little about sort of like, I guess, um, tips that you have, you know, and obviously you've been, you know, working for in, uh, in similar role, of course, but in different kind of academies and you, you've been, you know, uh, studying in Spain, you've been, you know, working in France, you've been like in the US, like there, there's multiple countries and areas you've been in. So you, you've seen a lot, you talk with a lot of different kind of people and from your side, you know, what tips do you have, you know, for students trying to get their foot in the door and perhaps, you know, want to take the route as a strength and conditioning coach uh, one day? Like, what is what are some of the tips that you have for them? Uh, I don't have a, a big tips to say. I'm sorry. I, I will say what my experience have yeah. been. So right. that um, failure is part of success, maybe in some cultures. Failures is is better. I I mean you know in the U.S. culture right. when you fail you you find energy to to another step and that's what I I found there. So mm. so that's a, the 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 main tip. Uh, if it is it is one, but also that you have to to be involved, passionate, 
because if you do the work without patient players uh, can feel it and, mm, and you, you're not going to, to to feel comfortable and happy at the place you are working in right. so be sure about where you you put your feet in before even before uh, sending a uh, a cover letter or something mm. knowing people who, who are working in the places so that's an important step about uh, uh, getting involved in the recruiting process so and make yourself also uh, an identity about wh what are your strengths and and bring it to to the stru structure the club you are you are wanting to to go uh, how how does it make feel to yourself to to be there? Uh, bring some sometimes some emotion and and that going to this club is um, making you sorry. I'm losing my words. It's a long time about talking and my English is not as perfect. I I, I think, but um, what I want to say is that. Um, you have also to bring um, passion and feel people that that are recruiting you that you can bring this passion to to the world. Hundred percent. I mean, like you're you're a humble guy. I mean, like there's a lot of good tips and advice in there, uh, Valentin, and I think you know there's a lot of good insights uh, for for people to 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 think about. And there's there, there's many ways, you know, of course, like to to build your career. And I think you know you're talking about like some very like you know key essential points here in order to you know take that take that step and i'm like that's that's why i'm here too you know to share your story share share some insights on your journey right and and then there's obviously you know some key you know similarities on what makes people you know succeed and i think you're bringing up some really important points especially you know going down the strength and conditioning route as well and so with that you know valentina i would like to thank you you know so much for taking the time it's a lot of fun you know having a part of this and uh to wrap up i mean like we i don't know if you know but we have like this you know sporting global podcast tradition that we always do and so i gotta i gotta teach you a little bit norwegian at the end here okay pleasure. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be fine don't worry <laughs> so <laughs> so with every every video we do we always finish with we snakkes which means see you later in norwegian so that's what you have to say <laughs> There you go. You know, you're practically in the region. Great okay. job. See you in Norway. I'm coming. Awesome. All right. I'm looking forward to seeing you here. Um, thank you so much again, Valentin, and uh, everyone as well. You know, thanks for joining. You know, make sure to like the video if you haven't. You know, subscribe as well to our YouTube channel. If you haven't signed up at Sporting Global, you know, make sure to do that. You know, it's a great place where you can, you know, build connections. You can find great job opportunities and, of course, find relevant courses and programs from some of the best programs in the world. So make sure to check that out. And again, Valentin, thank you so much for, for being here and uh, for taking the time. Thank you, Oli. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.